0: Today's show is brought to you by vinyl me, please. Join the Record of the Month Club at joinvmp.com slash songspodcast. Hey everyone, before we get into the episode, I do want to give you a friendly reminder that each and every episode comes with a unique playlist via Spotify or Apple Music. You can go to songspodcast.com or scroll down to the description of this episode and click on a link to the playlist, Apple Music Spotify. They are there for you to experience the songs that we talk about on each and every episode. Thank you so much, and let's get right to it. of songs for the moment today we have a very special episode i feel like we've been wanting to do this episode for a while so uh dye your hair black get those uh taken back sunday shirts ready um and make sure you bring a box of tissues because you're probably gonna cry this is the emo episode of songs for the moment and with me is as always is the producer and co-host my really good friend here sean Ebert. how you doing buddy
1: I'm doing fantastic. How you doing today, man? I am sad because, you know, I got a lot
0: of emo music to listen to today. I'm you feeling
1: know. nostalgic, man. This is yeah. some good
0: stuff. I got some, some really, good stuff on my list. Some really good stuff. I can't wait to talk
1: about it. There's, a, there's one song
0: on here that everyone will know, but the story behind it will be really fun to tell. Um, But before we get into that real fast, we do have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Podcast and show us your ultimate support. Um, If you really dig what we do here, uh, we have exclusive merch discount codes only for members of the Patreon, Q&As. We're going to have a Discord chat, all that good stuff, uh, commercial-free episodes, um, extra playlists. The list goes on. We're going to be adding stuff to it. So uh, become part of the Songs for the Moment family and be a Patreon today. Also, uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google play. Um, we're trying to get on iHeartRadio now. So, uh, a lot of places you'll be able to find us. Uh, if you're on iTunes, give us a five star rating so we can get on that front page where more people can find us and we can spread the love of music everywhere. Also, I do have to give a shout out. Thanks to Sean here. I use overcast. He uses overcast. It's the best app. If you have iOS, I don't use the Apple podcast uh, app anymore. Um, Overcast, yeah. Goals. Overcast is
1: dope. It's a good thing. So definitely yeah. check
0: that out if you have uh, iOS, an iOS yeah, device.
1: They have really cool features. Like um, if for some reason you have to listen to it and it's too quiet or something, they have a thing that makes it louder. They have a thing where you can speed it up. Um, yeah, it's just really a lot cleaner than the normal app that you're probably used to, just the standard podcast app. Sweet. So there you go. Overcast, check it out. So. This week, like I said,
0: we're doing Emo. What a time around what, like, uh, the 2000s, like, basically when you and I were in high school, Emo was, like, where it was. Yeah, very Uh, late 90s to 2000s, like, early aughts. And I still listen to a lot of these bands, because a lot of these bands are still active uh, in, in one way or another. Uh, since you started last week, I'm going to start this week, and I'm just going to hit the home run right out of the bat. I would have saved this to the end, but I'm so excited to tell the story because I still think it's one of the funniest things ever. All right, I um, Kick it off. So we're going to go ultimate emo here. This is probably one of the most, like, the ultimate emo song to some or maybe all. It's "Screaming Infidelity. It's, it's the biggest hit from Dashboard Confessional besides Hands Down, of course. Um, it's off of to uh, the places you come to fear the most. Um I actually have a two. I have a quick story and a really long story. So, I'm not gonna name drop, but I am going to describe a story where I went out on a date with this girl uh, that found me on Facebook that I knew of, because there's mutual friends in 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 our in our circle uh, who is a musician. Um, I'm not gonna try to give too much away because people will automatically know who I'm talking about if you know me and Sean in that circle. Of friends. Um, and we went out to Starbucks and talked, and we went back to her place and she picked up a guitar and started playing songs and asked me what I wanted to hear. And she started singing, you know, dashboard songs. And I was like, my heart like just went crazy. It was awesome. But anyway, uh, just threw her out there. But the other story, uh, uh, we used to have this thing called the back house. Sean knows, uh, yeah, our yeah. mutual friend, Zach's, uh, garage turned into a room for all of us to hang out and I guess it was basically his bedroom um, at the time uh, and we had this like party with uh,
1: well a couple of our friends was that the night Chris <laughs> smoked a cigarette in one drag Chris uh, uh, O'Brien, O'Brien. Yeah. it might have been
0: it might have been because it- I
1: remember he smoked a cigarette in a whole cigarette in one drag couldn't do that couldn't do it I, disgusting
0: I don't smoke cigarettes at all but i couldn't even do that if i even wanted to it's like an I, express lane to cancer yeah exactly oh it's also the night that chris o'brien drank way too much and passed out in a in a uh in a chair and just kind of looked like he was he was dead but uh, <laughs> like he was just there all night yep. and he got up early to go to work and he was fine um and that, that was like one of the most that's that, that's one of the moments i know from this night but uh we were all having fun drinking we were you know junior year senior year as his junior year right um I think. it was the night that you didn't get your wing it it was the night where we uh, uh, yeah. it was Dave <laughs> and Tim were there Dave Wiley Tim Wiley uh and for for some reason we decided to film this whole night and thank god those tapes do not exist anymore thank god and not think I I would like to watch it but you know for 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 job purposes if those videos got out we'd be fired from everything um i remember we put on dashboard and we all just started we got in one big circle and we're on f- camera and steve's going around with his stupid eagles towel and like you know uh putting it in the camera and being and everyone's just knocking it out of his hand It was really funny but we all started singing uh screaming infidelities and we were screaming did that song like just come out i f- no, it was a couple years prior to after that. So at that time is when Hands Down came out. Like well Hands Down's an old song that they had but like it like became more popular because it was the single after third album, second album. I think it was their second like full-length album. So
1: yeah, that's a it's a good emo song. It's it's kind of funny um when you look up like emo songs on the internet. I think we were talking about this a little bit on the uh Call before the podcast Um, You know like sometimes You haven't listened to certain kind of music In a long time when you you go to make a list Like this you kind of gotta be refreshed So you look up like you know emo And some of the Artists that are on there I don't understand I think people are confusing Pop punk with emo I guess you're just
0: like A general like all right. So all these bands all came
1: out at the same time We're just gonna clump them together and just call it emo which is annoying Yeah It's super annoying Because like There was like uh At the drive-in Was on a lot of lists From uh in casino out And yeah I don't really consider them An emo mm. band at all You
0: know Well same with Sum 41 Like you said That was on
1: a list I don't consider Oh yeah that's totally
0: pop punk Blink-182 was on a list Yeah And I don't consider I... Jimmy World emo either
1: Yeah I mean that is true Yeah the... I don't know. To me, Emo is, I mean, this is my first song, so I'll just break into it this way. Like, American Football, the song Never Met. Of course. The first song off of, yes, that American Football album. Everybody knows it. It's playing right now. Yeah. And if you don't know it, you should listen to this whole album, like, immediately. It's an essential. It is. It is absolutely an essential. Um, that was, like, the first song I really thought of. I listened to that album a whole ton. That's like a. Uh, that's <laughs> I mean that that was early. I think that album came out in 1999.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I only discovered American Football like right <laughs> after we graduated, and it was because of someone
1: posted about it and like, oh, well, yeah. listen to him. Mm-hmm. And that and that, yeah. American Football actually, there's their drummer was in another emo band, I think, and he was like 17. And he went through like a breakup or something and he decided to start a new band and like he literally, all the all the lyrics on that album were directly ripped from his journal. Wow, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's as emo as it comes. <laughs> yeah, it's literally as emo as it gets. But uh yeah, that's all I really have about that. It's a great, it's honestly like probably the best, one of the best emo albums of all time. Top three for sure. Oh yeah, hell yeah. I think
0: anyone would agree with that if they're into the genre um all right this is my a shout out to our uh, mutual friends trumfio and uh, zach it'll get a kick out of this one um my eyes burn by matchbox romance um is it matchbox romance or matchbook romance it's matchbox romance um so this song was on a later 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 like one of the last punkorama um compilations they were signed to epitaph and uh they have a song called promise the promise and then this song is called uh, my eyes burn and then they had a song that was on guitar hero called monsters which is a really catchy song it's got like this really cool clap thing in the beginning and but uh my eyes burn was just a kind of an inside joke with with Zach and Steve and I, like, we would just, like, randomly say it out, and we're like, oh, my eyes burn. And then they're like, what, with these tears? Because that's, like, the, the song. And it's just really good. But, uh, no, this is a very emo song. Like, I mean, the first line is, my eyes burn with these tears. Um, okay. <laughs> and I, I like the band. They were good. Like, they were one of the, like, first emo bands that signed to Epitaph, because Epitaph was just known as, like, a, a punk, a punk label. It was started by, um, Brett from Bad Religion a long time ago and that's where I discovered all the punk bands that I know of uh, like Pennywise and, and, and Rancid and things like that um, and then later down the road Epitaph, like you said, started kind of switching into like metal because Converge was on there and um, there was a yeah. atmosphere was signed to uh, Epitaph, which is hip-hop and um, so they kind of started going in a different direction of adding different um, bands to the label different genres and Match Box Romance was on there and that's where, I, that's where I heard them I heard The Promise on one and then uh, the following year's compilation was My Eyes Burn which was off the same album you know so um, it's a good song uh, it's definitely a emo sounding song it fits right in the genre and I don't. it's not a band that I hear a lot of people talking about when it comes to the genre because everyone talks about take it back sunday silverstein thursday Ashbourne, the uh, thursday uh census fail you know like all those bands and they're all they're all great and they're all you know definitely part of the genre and definitely the big ones the big guns but uh i was trying to think of like less heavy hitters bands that maybe people haven't heard of uh when it comes to the genre and uh i would definitely if you're a fit, still fan and still listen to I mean, there's a whole subreddit dedicated to emo music, and and so I feel like this would probably appear on that subreddit. So, My yeah. Eyes Burn Match. I keep wanting
1: to say Match Book, but it's Matchbox Romance. <laughs> and I keep thinking you're gonna say Matchbox Twenty. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, actually, that leads pretty well into the rest of my list, really, because my list aside from this band is pretty uh, unknown well not unknown but less popular than the heavy hitters but this one's a huge hitter Death Cab for Cutie title and registration hell yeah yep awesome album Transatlanticism I have the uh, whatever the Capitol Records vault or the anniversary edition that like double vinyl Nice. love it on 180 gram black yeah it's Oof. really really good uh, yeah the first song on that album is great this is new year or whatever but uh, title and registration everybody knows that song um the that's who I mean you're the one I when I
0: first heard death cab for cutie it was that this is the new year's song huh? yep. so yeah thanks to you <laughs> I knew who that band is and I enjoy them very well yeah I think Josh Neiman actually showed me death
1: cab nice nice yeah <laughs> He yeah, he, uh, yeah, I could see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, well, no, he showed me like a bunch of hardcore and stuff like that. Like he mm-hmm. was into like, like um, Count Me Out and Bane and Comeback. He showed me Comeback Kid um, before, you know, they became like popular. Comeback Kid. Yeah. Yeah. What was the album with the
0: the cover of like the kid with the knife? It's all blooded, blood and everything over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah and then wake yeah, dead it's and like then... a
1: cartoon yeah and then wake the dead came out after that album came out and then everybody found out about them were like yeah they <laughs> were on
0: victory for a bit too, victory records yeah they were
1: um it's
0: funny Josh Newman's the reason why I got into punk music I mean you know we had that 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 faithful uh, <laughs> that faithful uh, trade OD for Pennywise, like that's such an un- <laughs> that's such an uneven trade. That is a very uneven trade. You oh, made out like a fucking bandit, Yes, I did. <laughs> and I just bought that record, that 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 South that South um, Town album. But I mean that that song's always it's a nostalgic down the down the road when you listen to something like that. But uh yeah, that's that happened and uh that's when I my a lot of my musical like because at that time and I've told this story on the show before I was listening to like God Smack all the time. And like corn and, and stuff yeah. So being yeah. able to dive into a different genre Which I knew existed But like you know That kind of set it all off So it was cool Yeah uh, Um. Alright so I'm going heavy hitter But like a less known song for this next one Taken Back Sunday with the Greatest Romance of the 20th Century um, This is off of that Uh, You know that, that classic uh, uh, Tell All Your Friends Tell All Your Friends That's, That is it um, I have that on Uh, a reissue vinyl. Um, It's like jade-looking, emerald-looking. It's really cool. Uh, This song I heard off of a... The year we graduated, 2005. I remember that night we are the... We graduated, went to Ditzler's house, kind of drank, I think, and then the next day we had a party at my place, and me and our mutual friends Susie and Shannon and Marco ended up going to the to the boardwalk and I ended up going to the boardwalk mall and that like cd store that I was in there before I think it's like different now I don't think that cd store's there anymore I bought a warp tour compilation and that was the first time no that, maybe that wasn't the first time I heard of Taking back something because I think that year I got the compilation your um uh, uh what's that one song that's not make damn sure, but the other one, a decade under the influence came out. So it was the year prior that I got the warp tour, uh, uh, compilation. And this song was on and it was the first time I heard it. And that was the same compilation that I heard Avenge Sevenfold for the first time. And that was like, um, before waking the fallen, the, the sound, the great sound, seven trumpets, I think the album was called or something. And I okay. was like totally different, totally different Avenged Sevenfold than when waking the fallen came out. But, uh, Greatest Romance of the 20th Century. Great song. It's early Taken Back Sunday. It's a very... Un, I wouldn't say unknown song, but it's not one that people talk about very often. It's a deeper cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I owe that compilation, that Warp Tour compilation uh, for for me finding out who Taken Back Sunday was. So, definitely check it out. It's a good song. Like most of Taken Back Sunday, I, 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 I dig them a lot, and I still listen to them, and their later stuff is cool it's different and uh but none will really touch those early three albums for sure
1: yeah louder now is definitely my favorite yeah of of course louder now is their best album i think by far
0: what's going on true believers before we get right back to the show i want to sit you down to talk about vinyl me please Now, Vinyl Me Please is a vinyl record of the month club. It's the best record club. I'm not lying. They are the best. Trust me. Because each month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection and sends it to thousands of members worldwide. That's a lot of people. The resurgence of vinyl is even better than I ever imagined. And I know I'm a vinyl collector and I know a lot of you out there that are listening collect vinyl. But if you don't and you want to get into it, this is the club to sign up for Now, what do you get in the box and what comes with this whole record of the month thing? Well, we celebrate one incredible vinyl record each month and send an exclusive pressing of it to you right to your door. And they also include an original 12 by 12 album inspired art print and a paired cocktail recipe to sweeten the deal even more. If you're like me and you listen to music all the time every time before you go to bed, I like to have a little drink before I go to bed and I listen to some music and I put on the record and I just lean back and relax. So you get some amazing things in this, but not to mention the record that you get is a special edition vinyl that you cannot find anywhere else. They work with the label and work with the artist to come up with something special and something you cannot find in stores anywhere in the world. We're talking colored vinyl, custom lyric books, exclusive artwork, personal notes from the artists, and much, much more. The only thing that you won't surprise you each month is how much you end up loving the music itself. And that is the truth. Now, if you want to join this club, which I hope you do, go to joinvmp.com slash podcast. And again, that is joinvmp.com slash podcast to join Vinyl Me Please today. And then let's get back to the show.
1: But yeah, my next uh, is the casket lottery. Uh, survival is for cowards. If you've never heard of the casket lottery, don't. Uh, get too down on yourself because not a lot of people have Uh, but I personally think they were one of the best emo bands Um, they kind of dance the line between like you might not think they're an emo band but you know they are I mean it's a really emo title this raffles for cowards yeah Uh, but yeah I I didn't listen to them a ton back then but lately I uh, got back into them I've been floating between Spotify and Apple Music actually trying to decide which one i really want to land on because uh, sometimes apple music doesn't have certain stuff and spotify does and vice versa so. yeah yeah yeah
0: that's, that's which is kind you know, of
1: annoying because my music is scattered throughout two different services
0: yeah well the cool thing about spotify too is like um you know the desktop app is free and you still get access to all this music you just every few every few songs it's um, uh, an ad, which is fine. And so as long as I still get yeah. like, access to the library, you know what I mean? That's all that matters. Yeah, I'm so. totally
1: fine with that. I'm, I actually am pretty amazed that they're even allowed to offer the desktop app for free like that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's funny too, because the first time I heard of Spotify was when I was here the first time in Philly uh, in 2011, 2012. So, like, I was all about Spotify when it first came out. And then, you know, Apple Music came out. I was like, oh, Apple Music's such a they're just trying to compete with Spotify. It's not going to be the same, but like like you said earlier when we were off air, um, you know, when you have Apple Music
1: and an iPhone, it just kind of makes sense. Yeah, because I mean really the iTunes Store is the biggest music distributor on the planet, and Apple Music is basically $10 a month to listen to whatever you want to in the iTunes Store. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that would lead you into your next song. I didn't really have much to say about the casket lottery. It was just, you know, we were talking about, we were thinking about doing the emo episode and I was like, okay, I really got to think now because I haven't really listened to any of these bands in a while. (laughs) Yeah. It was kind of tough to kind of pick out a song that wasn't like,
0: or a couple things that weren't heavy hitters. Um, I guess I lied. I guess this might be definitely a third heavy hitter, uh, something corporate, um, Forget December. This is technically a Christmas song. Um, doesn't really have a feel to a Christmas song, but the lyrics kind of take place during Christmas, you know. But it's very emo, and I love Andrew McMahon. I think he's one of the, one of the most talented guys out there for sure, just songwriting wise, and um, his voice is great. And you know, I love I love bands that incorporate the keys, um, for sure, and uh, definitely on my bucket list to see. Uh, you know, it's, it's brings like singer songwriter guys. I like really admire Springsteen Turner, uh, McMahon. I get to cross one of those off soon. I'm hoping to get to see Andrew McMahon eventually. Hopefully he does like a a reunion tour with Jack's mannequin or something corporate, um, which would be fun. I mean, he does play certain songs from like, you know, popular songs like Constantine and, um, and stuff like that from something corporate. And of course all the Jack's mannequin hits he plays on his solo stuff, but, uh, I really like Something Corporate. one of the bands that a lot of people kind of tend to um, gear towards when it's emo. But like I consider them pop punk, too. It's weird. It's strange. I've never ever. heard of them, honestly. I've heard of them, obviously, but I've
1: never actually listened to them.
0: When you listen to them, you make sure you message me and you tell me if, if they're emo or pop punk, or they just kind of blurred a line between the two? Because they're definitely okay. considered either one. I can, I can definitely see some songs are very pop punky. The others... Are definitely emo, Um, but I guess you can mesh the two together, and it could be like you know it works. But uh, yeah, forget December. um, This would definitely probably make my Christmas Christmas list for
1: sure. And once we do a Christmas episode later, that'll be fun. Yeah, I love that. All right, my next song would be uh, Cursive, the song "The Recluse." Oh hell yeah! Uh, Cursive is a really really good band. the, their singer uh, is probably the most emo dude in the world. Uh, he's also in the band called The Good Life. Okay. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of them. Um, I know the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, check out Curse It for sure, but the song The Recluse is probably, I'd say, like their most popular slash more accessible song. Um yeah, just really depressing lyrics and stuff, like probably the most depressing thing you'll ever hear <laughs> I'll have to
0: check it out, I mean, Cursive is one of those bands that kind of, for me and This might be, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but like I think of American football, I think of Cursive, but that name
1: comes up a lot mm-hmm. So but yeah, yeah, a lot of people that like uh, American football definitely have heard of Cursive, for sure um, I'd say Cursive is kind of a polarizing band um, in the fact that some people are super turned off by how they sound <laughs> like, um, with like the horns and the cello and everything and the distorted guitars. And sometimes like, I don't know. It's, it's like noisy, but it kind of just adds to the, they have a certain aesthetic to their sound is the best way I can describe it. i have to check it out. Cause I, I've heard some of their songs and I, I agree,
0: but, uh, I'll have to check out this song that you uh, put on the list. Um be fun to go back and listen to some of these that I haven't heard in a while. Especially oh, I'll go sure. back and listen to that American football
1: album again. Uh, it's a good one. I was actually thinking about getting that on vinyl if it's even issued. I think it is. I definitely think it is.
0: It should have, Yeah, I would think so. because yeah. they, They've kind of been back in the limelight a little bit, like doing like those kind of like random tours.
1: Oh, yeah. Like the reunion tours and stuff. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay. All right. So uh, since this, I put this on the list because I've been listening to this album a lot lately. It just kind of came back in my mind. And coincidentally, Anthony Green is on tour doing this album in its entirety because it's been 10 years since it's been released. 2008 is nuts to even think that it's been 10 years since then and things the things have changed and the things that stay the same um the song's called she loves me not or she loves me so and it's off of avalon which was coincidentally recorded in avalon uh at his house so that he has down there which is kind of cool and it was like you know i don't know what like 20 minutes from where we grew up yep yeah i am a big fan of anthony green's voice I think it's a great voice. I think he's got an awesome voice. And uh, the song is the first song off the record. And it's a very, like, I can't really explain it. You it's just have to simple, listen to it. It's but it's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly how it is. And it's, uh, but like I said, I think my favorite thing about Anthony Green's music is his voice. He's got a really awesome voice that kind of fits the genre and fits it, it kind of like, if you think of like, who's got the greatest voice in email, I feel like he's really up there for sure.
1: Yeah. I, honestly, I would say it's him. Um, he's got the emotion in his voice. You exactly. Know? Exactly. And like I said, he's on
0: tour. Um, I would, I would definitely go check out the, the tour cause it's, he's going to play the album in its entirety and it's a very good album at that. And it's 10 years. So it's definitely gonna be something special. Um, I don't. I I forget exactly when he's coming to Philly. It would be cool to go
1: see him. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. I want to see that show in Philly so bad because that's you know like home. Oh yeah, exactly. And him, so. Uh
0: yeah 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 that's yeah I forgot he's from like Doylestown or something like that. Um yep. So yeah, Anthony Green. She loves me so. Not too much knowledge otherwise, but I, I've been listening to the album lately and I thought it'd be a really good fit, um, for, for the list of emo songs. And, uh, you know, he's been other parts of seosin and, uh, what's the other band that he's
1: in the, the other famous one, like drawing a blank circus survive. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. They're all of his bands are really, really fucking good. I don't know. You know what I mean? He's not, he's never been in a bad band. <laughs> It's true it's true but that leads into my next song perfectly because it's Sayon 7 years which is the first song off of their first record translating the name which was like probably one of the biggest albums in that scene ever yep <laughs> i mean the it's, it's it's a short record i think it's like what six or seven songs I think so, Or yeah. something like that. Y- yeah, yeah. But they're all so good, and you sing sing along so much with them. And the funny thing is I do this um, this online education thing called uh, Unstoppable Recording Machine, and the guitar player of Sayas and Bo Burchell uh, is one of their guest teachers sometimes. And in one of the interviews they had with him, he said that, The way Anthony Green's Lyrics were for that record Were not actually how they Really sound Um, Like he literally after Anthony sang the parts He chopped up Every word that Anthony sang And reordered them to fit A better melody with the song Oh wow But the words didn't make sense together like that sometimes And he asked Anthony He was like do you want to re-sing it Or do you want me to keep it like this and he was like, no, it sounds good. Just keep it like that. And I'll re sing it like that. Like, that's live. That's awesome. That's pretty so cool. So, what you're hearing on that record, if sometimes you're like, man, these words don't make sense, that's why. It's because the melody sounded better that way.
0: Huh. Yeah, that's very like interesting. Some,
1: some sentences sound backwards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And don't, like, make sense grammatically at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. Out to listen to that, uh, that podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you a link to it. Um, he's he's a really cool dude. Like uh, they do uh, live Q and As on their uh, private Facebook group. Um, yeah, and you can just ask him whatever you want he, about production. He's a really helpful dude. Like he's shown some tricks uh, on their song "The Silver String" because that was featured on the Nail the Mix thing. It's a thing where you get like all the multi tracks for like a major label song every month, and it's a competition to see who can mix it the best That's among awesome. all their students. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah,
0: um, and that was your bonus, and my bonus is so this this band appeared on Kerrang's like un like underrated bands that really don't get talked about talked about in the emo scene, and this band's called Spitalfield, and. The song is called "Stolen" from some great writer. It's off the album "Remember Right Now," and it was on Victory Records. And to kind of go back in time to the last episode, where I was talking about Bayside, and I found them on a compilation CD. Um, on the other side, the other the other couple songs on the CD, because uh, the cut, like the little slip cover was Bayside on one side and Spitalfield on the other. So I like discovered those two bands at the same time and stolen from some great writers great i, I love the guy's voice it's kind of soft i love i love uh the guitars in it i just just the song in general is really good and that that album is definitely a, a, an essential for me for the genre i listen to it all the time uh the other uh, really good songs off the record is uh those days you felt alive i love the way she said la um am i ready and in the same lifetime so it's definitely a good album to check out because I'm pretty sure people don't know this band. A lot of like just people that listen to the genre but are, like not big in it because
1: you kind of have to dig deep. But like they were, yeah, one I've heard the... their name, but mm-hmm. I've never actually heard them. Like I think I've heard their name like a couple of times, not a lot.
0: They put out. Uh... So they only had three records, so. Um they they come and they've they've come and gone you know they're they're not together anymore i don't think um like a lot of those bands on on victory like there was a band called june that was really good And i think they only put one or two albums out that fit in the emo scene uh, victory records were kind of like the it was like victory records and um vagrant um records there was another big emo label um fueled by ramen maybe um that housed all these great artists, and from that that scene. And but like, yeah, I, I specifically I, remember Victory being one of the bigger ones.
1: Yeah, Victory Records has been involved in some lawsuits. I'm not. I mean, if you want to know more about it, just Google Victory Records lawsuit.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And
1: uh, you'll you'll learn what why some bands might shit talk them a lot.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like the only reason why, because I know that because I followed that whole. That whole lawsuit for like the longest time because I was a big like big fan of that
1: record label with a day to me, with a day to remember
0: yeah day to remember and uh, yeah that were like the, they were the big ones um but like yeah there were so many good bands and I'm not ashamed to say it because at the point in my life I was I was into them but I'm not definitely not into them anymore because I just don't think they're they they kind of fit in the same lines of ICP for me and, and Attila that band Attila, who a day to remember? No, no, I like a day to remember, but uh, this, okay. the the one band that's on Victory or War, I don't know if
1: they still are or not, but uh, Immure. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. So the uh, the 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 nail the mix thing I do. They they have you know a lot of the producers that produce that kind of music on there Uh and at like, while sometimes like, you know, they did an Amur song, that song flag of the beast that came out, uh, that was the song that we got to mix one month. And, um, you know, I don't really like that style of metal really. Um, but I will say that those producers are bad ass. Like they're so good at what they do. Like you know how they'll put like bass drops and explosions and shit in there. Yeah, it's like Michael Bay. Mm, yep. <laughs> like yeah, like Joey Sturgis is like the Michael Bay of metalcore. He's the reason why like you know the Devil Wears Prada, the Devil Wears Prada got signed and stuff That's like crazy. That. But, yeah, but uh, you know what's funny? Your point. You know how you were like, oh yeah, I found out about you know Bayside about through like a compilation CD. Yeah, it's like people don't know about those anymore yeah man oh, geez that's You're like a- okay you remember buying like a music magazine and there would be a, a comp cd in the middle do you know dude And dude. the magazine was in like a bag at the newsstand thing yep. so you couldn't like rip it open and just take the cd you had to buy the magazine yeah dude oh my god so that thanks
0: for bringing this up because this is a good way to end the show right here um yeah american music press Okay, AMP. You would buy those I I would only find that magazine at like at like Borders or or uh, Hot Topic or Barnes and Noble. Um and it always came stock full of like like there was at least 3 compilation CDs. Now, like you said, they don't really do those anymore. Like some will do like uh uh flexi discs, which are basically like like really thin Like singles that are for the record player for your for
1: your yeah they're like really thin. Like I remember I went to a Pig Destroyer show and they handed out a flexi and by the time I left the show it was like it was creased. Yeah, (laughs) it's
0: so tough to keep those those good. But like you'll no one will ever know because we're in the, the digital age now. And that was like right in the beginning of the digital age. But like the just. All the compilations that I've received over the years, because American Music Press would have their own and it would always be jam packed full of bands. But then they would like start throwing in others. Like there was a split between a band, between two bands. I think, um, I forget what the 30O or something like that. And the other band was uh, Countdown to Life, two hardcore bands. And it was like a split. And I listened to that Countdown to Life side of the split so much. And I just recently discovered that they're they're on Apple Music. I think they're on Apple Music. It was either Spotify or Apple Music. I found them again, and I I was like, I was I was up. I was so excited. It was great. But those those samplers, like the record companies used to, you know, hand those out at like Mm -hmm. festivals. Like if you go to when Warp Tour was good. Yeah, when Warp Tour was great. bamboozle i remember a bamboozle i bought a whole bunch of cds but i came back with so much free compilation like i was set for uh, a year of music you know what i mean yeah Uh, yeah i really wish they still i mean i guess i know why they don't do it but like since like the renaissance of cassettes and and vinyl that i feel like cds will have its own renaissance where people will start buying cds again because i don't know the 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 nostalgia of um being able to hold your music is, I think, is really cool, and I think people are starting to appreciate it a lot more. And you know, the newer generations are finding out about this, these, you know, of uh, you know, mediums of, of way to, to listen to music, especially like bands like Ghost are putting out. Um, and I know I bring that band up all the time, but like they're they're so. They're so good, and I, I love them. They, they're putting out eight tracks of the last two albums what? they put out. The last three albums they put out. Um, so it was the the last studio album, which was uh, Meliora, and then the live album, Ceremony and Devotion, they put out eight, eight tracks. Now, I don't know where you can find an eight track
1: player other than like a, a, a thrift shop or online. Yo, if you listen to an album on eight track, you're dedicated because you can't fast forward that or skip that shit. Yeah, you have to You sit hit the- play, and it plays. yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's just cool i i just feel like the the physical media is 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 amazing and i'm so glad you brought that up because uh, i have fond memories of that american music press and i feel like there was a few other um magazines Karang, that did that. and yeah
1: um oh, man all these are escaping me like there. I mean, yeah, you could say online basically killed it because playlists, I mean, we're making playlists. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, we're basically doing our own compilation, which is cool yeah. because this is- We're kind of the- trying to bring it back, but like, it's it, the physical aspect of it used to be so fun to get these comps and then find this band and you hear the one song and then back then without the internet, you had to go down to the store- and if you couldn't find it, you had to go up to the dude behind the counter and ask if he could find where that album was and order it. Yeah, it's nuts. That's um, how you found music back in the day. There was no like, oh, let me just open this app. Yeah, and and, they, and then they have it. Well, and I like, just listen to it right now. Exactly. Well, it's like compilation CDs or
0: going into store buying a physical copy. But like my favorite part of the the early era of the digital world is is uh when people would just make mixes for everyone like i just love borrowing cds from people and like having like a mix and like oh man it's like where i first heard rammstein and first heard him and first heard you know like cradle Phil thanks to josh neiman like old name drop him every other every other show i'm sure um you know, Bane, like you said, comeback kid. it's uh, where I first heard. I heard Marduk on a city from Josh. Like, oh god, it, yeah, dude, Marduk, yeah, <laughs> black metal of, <laughs> of black metal. But um, yeah, like it, it's just the the lost art. But like, I feel like playlists are cool, and I'm glad we're doing something like this because it's kind of like our way of like, all right, here's a compilation, go listen to it. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, man, I I love to to run a label and be able to make compilations and be able to have physical copies. And just like, even if it's just like a hundred copies just to put in people's orders or, or hand out or whatever, that's like one of the best ways, like we were talking offline about, you know, you producing all these, you know, bands now, you know, it's awesome. The word of mouth is the best way to get around,
1: you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's basically what the entire music industry is based on, especially as far as production is concerned is word of mouth, you know, like you work for this band and you do something cool and you're you're a good guy to work with, you're not a dick, and you do a good job, they're at a show and they tell, you know, this other band, you know. Yeah. And they tell their friends and so on and so on and so, <laughs> and <yeah>. so on.
0: <laughs> it's the truth. Um well yeah, guys, um also, yeah, if you uh if you have any emo songs that you think we should listen to um tweet us you know at songs podcast let us know uh what you listen to in this genre um if there's any bands your favorite bands your favorite songs what bands should we avoid you know you know i feel like hawthorne heights names would come up but i think that's like they're one of the most ultimate emo bands
1: that should have made this list but uh i consider them pop punk really yep Okay. They're too high energy to be emo, man. Okay. Even though that Ohio for lovers song, man. Okay. So when I think of Hawthorne Heights, I'm thinking of like that first jam they had.
0: Uh, uh, Ohio's for lovers was like their first big one. Really?
1: Nikki FM was their second, which was okay. definitely No, awesome. wait. I was thinking a yellow card. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. They are definitely a pop punk. <laughs> I was thinking a yellow card. I'm sorry, but that's my bad though. No, that's cool. That's cool. And I, I still listen to both bands. I have no shame. I but really. Hey, yeah. even even beyond the uh, the emo subject, if you guys have any topics you want us to cover on this show, just tweet us at Songs Podcast. Um, you know, if if you think you have a really cool theme that you want us to do, we'll do it. Uh, or if there's any music you want us to check out in general, just tweet us about it. Just send us a link to like a YouTube or like Apple Music or Spotify link or something like that uh we'll check it out and if we like it it might even end up on one of our playlists. For so. sure,
0: for sure. And you can uh go to patreon.com slash podcast, uh to join the fam uh if you want to show us your ultimate support uh if you love what we do here we have a lot of things that we offer like uh discount codes for um merch uh Q and A's extra playlists uh a special Patreon only show uh, ad free shows so the list goes on and on we're going to start a discord server here soon it's going to be awesome it's going to be a fun time I think you guys should definitely uh, uh, sign up and see what, see what we have to offer more than just a regular show also uh, we have shirts and we're going to have a lot more uh, merch coming soon represent.com slash store slash songs podcast uh, check it out you can follow me on twitter at real rod and where can they
1: find you You can find me at Sean songs cast on Instagram. Um, and I believe it's the same thing on Twitter as well. So yeah, um, I'm usually more active on Instagram, but I'm trying to pick up the Twitter thing. I do this thing every couple months where I get really active on Twitter and then I slowly drop off. (laughs)
0: That's <laughs> alright It happens <laughs> um, Also uh, Songs Podcast on Facebook Songs Podcast on Instagram And the, also the website Which we're going to be doing A lot more work on It looks great right now We're going to start adding it More does. content on it uh, Content Content uh, Content I'm speaking uh, 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 Southern now Mike. Uh. <laughs> Content on the site SongsPodcast.com But uh, for Sean and I uh, Thank you so much for listening To Songs for the Moment Where every moment as a soundtrack, later on guys. Later.